you lift your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord? Can you give God praise this evening? Can you thank God? Lift your voice, begin to thank Him. Yes, as His word is coming, we are thanking Him, mighty God. Go ahead and thank Him. Yes, can you whisper something to Him? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead. Whisper something to the King. Mighty God. Whisper something to the King. Go ahead. Yes. It's important we whisper something to the king. Mighty God. Mighty God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the next one minute, you are going to lift prayer. You are going to pray that as the word of the Lord comes to you, it will come to fulfill a purpose in your life. It will come because you see the Bible said, the word of the Lord does not go out void. His word will not come out of his mouth void. So you are praying that as the word of the Lord is coming, it will not return unto the Lord void, but it will accomplish that for which it was sent. Lift your voice, begin to pray that prayer right now. We are about to enter the word of God, but we need to pray that the word will enter our lives to perform. Yes, to perform his enterprise. To perform his enterprise. Go ahead. My God. That the word of the Lord will come strongly into our lives to perform his enterprise. It's important we pray that prayer. God, let your word perform your enterprise in my life, oh God. Let your word perform your enterprise in my life, oh God. Tonight, as your word is coming to me, let your word perform its enterprise. My God, that the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord, Mazodabadabayas. My God. Zado Zede de Begadiates. 
Let your word come into my life. Perform its enterprise. Yes, I tell you, my God. Tadaba zudabayas, madibo zukabadaba ikebadadades. That the word of the Lord will perform its enterprise in my life. No gimmicks. No. God is not to play games with you. God is not a scam. <laughs> Can you pray? Yes. Word and prayer. My God. That is how faith comes alive. Can you pray? In the name of Jesus. Beloved, I want to welcome you tonight to our teaching service. Tonight I'll be teaching shortly on the kingdom of God. Amen. And I believe that the Lord will help us. Mighty God. Hear me. There is something that we must understand about the kingdom of God. So it's almost as if it has become a mandate upon my life to teach on the kingdom of God. Because I have come to realize that a lot of Christians, a lot of believers today, they do not put the kingdom of God in the right perspective. This is how come there is a lot of heresy in the body. There is a lot of, a lot of deviation in the body of Christ. And tonight is one of those nights where we share knowledge, where, where the knowledge of the Lord will be made strong in our lives. If you haven't shared the link already, go ahead. Invite your friends, your family. My God, invite them right now. Tell them to come. Let us hear the word of the Lord. Tonight, I believe that God has prepared a special message that we will avail ourselves to hear the heart of God and the mind of God, that the mind and the heart of God will be communicated with such clarity. I pray that the Holy Spirit will give me utterance to be able to dispense the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. See, when you read your Bible, there is one thing that we always skip. What the master did is what we are supposed to do. Hallelujah. And you have to ask yourself, what did the master do? The master preached the kingdom. The master preached the kingdom. Jesus did not have any other message. Jesus did not have any other message. And he did not leave any other message to the body of Christ. He left kingdom. Mighty God. That is why in Matthew 6.33, he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You see? And its righteousness. Be in right standing with that kingdom. That is what it means. It means that seek ye first. Look for the kingdom of God. And then be in right standing with that kingdom. He said, then shall all these things. So you see, it is not a matter of bread and butter. Bread and butter is a byproduct of you finding the kingdom. Tonight, we are about to embark on our third part of the case of the ignorant kings. And I believe that the Lord will help us greatly. Mighty God. Hallelujah. You see, in, in Acts 28, 30, 
when Paul retired from active service, the Bible said he stayed in his rented home and he preached the kingdom of God. He preached the kingdom. Hear me? Was it not Jesus who also said that if I cast out devils by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. You see, when we talk kingdom, we are talking about, you see, the casting out of devils is, is in twofold. So when it happens, it means that kingdom of God is come unto you. That simply means it is two kingdoms that is coming head to head. And whichever kingdom is more powerful will prevail. That is what we see as the casting out of devils. So over the past two weeks, we have been on a journey. And I began to teach. For instance, last week, I ended on the kingdom taxation principle. And I told you that there is a tax system in the kingdom. If you haven't listened to the previous two messages on the case of the ignorant kings, just go on our Spotify page podcast on, on Anchor. It's Pastor, it's Sam AJ Ministry. Sorry, just listen to those previous messages and you'll be blessed. Tonight, I want to continue from where I stopped last week, but I'll just give you a quick recap of where I stopped. I talked about the kingdom delegated authority principle. There is something called the delegated authority in this kingdom. That is where you would realize that the kingdom established a representative system. So we are here as Christians. You see, if you understand this, you live a life that is full of power, a life that is full of authority. You know why? Because the authority does not stem from yourself. You must have this consciousness. You must have this this knowledge that your authority does not stem from yourself. You are here as an ambassador. And that kingdom delegated authority is upon you. That is how come in the name of Jesus, we can drive out devils. Why? His authority, which he has delegated unto us, we can use it. Am I communicating at all? Yes. So that is the kingdom delegated authority principle. Then also I spoke about the kingdom ambassador principle. Then also I spoke about the kingdom education principle. And I told you that the kingdom education principle is that which was set up to relay information. It's a system and a program for training and educating citizens. So the kingdom educational structure is that which was set up. You see, and when you look through the kingdom, there is only one entity, listen carefully, that has the ability to deal with both the physical and the spiritual. Doctors cannot deal with the spiritual. Bear in mind, lawyers cannot deal with the spiritual. Um, Architects, they don't do the spiritual. They do the physical. But when you look through the kingdom of God, he left one body by which we can deal with the spiritual. That is the church. And the church was established as a training ground for the saints. My God. So the church is the place where instructions are handed out, where the educational structure, where the influences of the king are passed down where the authority of the king is taught. So the church is such an important entity in the kingdom. You must understand this. And without this understanding, you will forsake the the gathering of the brethren. That's why the Bible said, do not forsake the assembly of the brethren. Because there is something that is taught in that assembly. Mighty God. 
That is the kingdom educational principle. So without the kingdom educational principle, the next generation will be lost. Why? There will be no structure to hand over the dictates of the kingdom from one generation to another. But I also told you that the governor of this educational structure is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has a way of handing down this kind of information by the church to individuals. Yes. So the Holy Spirit does the convicting, brings the person into this assembly. Then the assembly begins to impart this kind of knowledge in partnership with the Holy Spirit so that this person is perfected. It's for the perfecting of the saints. My God. Then I I also spoke about the principle of glory. And I also told you that the glory of the king is all and everything in the kingdom that represents and manifests the true nature of the king himself. Last week I began to show you that when we talk about the glory of a king, what we are saying is that everything in his kingdom that shows forth his, his, his presence, everything in the kingdom that depicts who he is, everything in the kingdom that, that makes you know who this king is, that becomes his glory. The kabod, the weight of the king. Mighty God. Then also I showed you the principle of worship. If you don't understand this principle, you will be cheated out of destiny. The devil is a smart devil. He understands that worship is powerful and that the king seeks to be worshipped. So he tries to divert worship to himself. There is a principle of worship in the kingdom. So if you are in the kingdom, yours is to worship the king. Is to give the king all the praise, all the glory. Ours is to do that. Am I communicating? Yes, but the devil has found a way to divert worship. So you must be as wise as a serpent. I will not go too much into that. Then also I spoke about the, the principle of provision. Once you are part of the kingdom, once you have found the kingdom, now the responsibility for providing for your needs does not, does not lie on your shoulders anymore. It lies on the king. He said, seek ye first. The kingdom. I have found the kingdom. I am a partaker of the kingdom. God has to fulfill the other part of the bargain by providing my needs. He said all these other things. What other things was he talking about? He was talking about clothing, shelter, food, all that kind of thing. He said he will provide for you. So there is no lack in this kingdom. But the resource of the kingdom is given to men and women who have found the kingdom and its righteousness. There is no lack in this kingdom. So the moment you find the kingdom and its righteousness, you must have the understanding that my provision depends on my king. That is why we call him Abba. You see, whenever we shout Abba, Father, all we are saying is, you are my source and my sustainer. If he is your source and sustainer, he will not watch you. My God, go hungry. He will not watch you go through everything but because you have found the kingdom. Yes. So that's the principle of provision. Then I also spoke about the principle of influence. The principle of influence. You hear me? Every kingdom seeks to influence others to join in the kingdom. Every kingdom, every kingdom, even the kingdoms of this world, they seek 
to influence other people to join their kingdom. You see, that is why the British, they left Britain. They left everything behind. Came all the way to Ghana to capture us. You see, but theirs was use of brute force. Ours is a different capture. My God. Yes. So every kingdom seeks to influence people into the kingdom. And I gave you the analogy of the salt. I told you that when you cook, you don't see the salt in the meal, but you can taste it everywhere. That is who we are. Our influence must be felt across board. We don't necessarily need to be seen to be doing anything. All we need to do is that our influence will be felt across board. There are believers, they have stayed in a society for 20 years, 30 years. Nobody feels their influence. It is a grave error. That error must be corrected. You see, you must not be seen to be fighting everybody. I mean, come to Jesus with with blows and all that kind of thing. No, your influence must be felt. You are the salt of the earth. You are not supposed to be standing in the soup. You are not supposed to be seen in the soup, but you must be felt throughout the soup. This is who we are. And that is called the principle of influence. We must come to such a place of influence where people, my God, will sense that this influence is not earthly. These people carry the presence of another dimension into our realm. If you don't understand these principles, you will struggle for a long time. These are principles of the kingdom. I call them kingdom concepts. Because, you see, when you understand this and you embrace it fully, you live a life that is stress-free. That's why he said, be anxious for nothing. When he said that, be anxious for nothing, all he was trying to tell you is that the king will take care of you. Your king will take care of you. So yours is not to fret. Yours is not to worry. The king is available to take care of his subjects. Before I go on to today's today's concepts, let me tell you, there is something about worry that is taken out of the kingdom perpetually. There is no worry in this kingdom. I don't know who has to hear this, but I sense it in my spirit that I must let it out. There is something about this kingdom that does not allow for worry because worry is a sign of your unbelief. If you believe the king is providing and the king is providing and the king will provide, my God, the same God that provided for you yesterday, he will provide for you today. There is no ambiguity about that. The same God who provided for you yesterday, he will provide for you today and tomorrow. All you need to do is to believe in him. All you need to do is to rely on him. My God. So when you read through the Bible and all you are reading is you are seeing kingdom across the entire Bible, it now begins to make sense. Yes. Mighty God. You hear me? Today, I'm talking about the concept of royal favor. Royal favor. Listen, this is where the problem is. Royal favor. Royal favor is a sovereign prerogative of the king to extend a personal law to a citizen that positions that citizen to receive special privileges and advantages that are personally protected by the king. Let, let me let me let me show you. 
when we talk about royal favor in this kingdom as a concept it is a sovereign prerogative of the king to extend a personal law you have to understand it this one is a personal law this law stems from your dealings with the king it is not for everybody this one if you understand this you will not be in a lot of error in the body of christ because you see i have seen people make doctrine out of personal dealings it is dangerous you will lead a lot of people to hell dear man of god listening to me your personal dealings with god does not form any basis for any doctrine anywhere i have seen people for instance let me show you i have seen people for instance he was struggling with something and God said, go on a 21-day fast. Don't eat no meat. Hear this one carefully. I know people, my God, I know people personally. God told them, don't eat any meat over this period. That does not mean when you come out of that fast and that thing begins to work for you, you must tell all, everybody around you, don't eat meat. That is, you are in error already. Because that was royal favor. That was a personal law the king gave you, mighty God. So the king can give you a personal law that will position you, that person, to receive certain kind of privileges from the king. That does not mean it's a law that will go for everybody. That does not mean it's a law that everybody must begin to follow. For instance, God told Moses, you are standing on holy ground. Take off your, your, your slippers. There is no no other scripture my god backing that kind of that kind of doctrine so if you begin to form a doctrine and say that because god told moses that you are on holy ground take off your slippers nobody should wear slippers again you are already in error because that was a personal law for him to receive a certain kind of privilege hear me this is one of the greatest struggles of the body of christ we have seen doctrines in the body that were supposed to be from personal dealings that were supposed to be from personal laws for instance in exodus chapter 33 verse 19 i want to read god speaking the bible said and the lord said i will cause my goodness to pass in front of you and i will proclaim my name the lord in your presence i will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion these are personal deals the king has with individuals the king will not cause his goodness to pass in front of everybody but he was telling Moses my goodness will pass in front of you these are personal deals this is what is called royal favor so for instance, per adventure, you are listening to me. The Lord may have told you, do this particular thing. I know a woman, the Holy Spirit told her that for you to conceive, sweep your church every morning. Go to the church and sweep every morning. The woman swept the church for two years before she conceived. That does not mean that if you are looking for a child, just go and be sweeping the church. What is your tailored rule what is your own tailored law you have to ask the holy spirit i'm not saying sweeping the church is a bad thing i'm only saying you need to discuss with the holy spirit what is my own prescribed law 
How do I come out of this problem? How do I come out of this situation? Begin to discuss with the Holy Spirit. Hear me? I'm not talking about copying. Listen carefully. Copying is something that is allowed in the kingdom. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about copying at all. My God. The Bible said, follow them who through faith. You understand? There is a path we must follow. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about making doctrine out of personal dealings. It is an error. Hallelujah. So let nobody, you see, let nobody begin to make laws or make doctrine out of personal dealings. That is not kingdom. That is not kingdom. Mighty God. The next principle I want to talk about is the principle of reputation. Listen to this carefully. These are things when you understand and you stand to minister the word of God, to proclaim the name of Jesus. You stand boldly because you have an understanding. The principle of reputation, it is also part of this kingdom. You see, the king's reputation is important to the king and is the source of the glory of his name. A king's reputation is created and sustained by the conditions of his citizens and his kingdom. Therefore, listen to this. Therefore, kings act in ways that are favorable to their namesake. Somebody is about to receive a breakthrough from this one. My God. (laughs) He said, kings act in ways that are favorable for their namesake. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 22. Look at it. The Bible said, For the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject his people because the Lord was pleased to make you his own. God had accepted these people (laughs) because of his name. Ah, Mighty God. Somebody listening to me. God is about to give you that breakthrough because of his name. You see, he does not want people to ask you, where is your God? I said, somebody listening to me, you are about to break through seriously because God is about to grant you that favor because of his name's sake. He said, because of my name, I will not reject these people. For the Philistines, for the Gentiles to ask where is their God, I will not reject them. It's called the mercy of God. That is where the mercy of God is found. It's found from his reputation. My God, because of his reputation, he will not forsake you. Listen, it's a kingdom principle. If you understand this, you can go to God anytime and say, Lord, for your name's sake. My God, kabadabadaba. The reputation of the king. It means that he does things that are in favor of his name. My God. Second Samuel chapter 7 verse 21. The Bible said, For the sake of your word and according to your will, you have done this great thing and made it known to your servant. For the sake of your word... Listen, the, 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 what I showed you is that the king 
does things that favor his reputation. Yes. These are kingdom realities. You may be going through many things. You have tried everything you know how to do. Listen, for his name's sake, he will not forsake you. Neither will he leave you. For his name's sake, he will... It doesn't matter how many things you are going through. I said for his name's sake, my God. It doesn't matter what it is you are facing. For his name's sake, there is somebody listening to me going through all manner of depression. For his name's sake, you are coming out. For his name's sake. Yes, somebody listening to me. Yes, believing God for a child for a long time. For his name's sake. Ay, 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 ay. Tonight, for his name's sake, receive double for your shame. My God, for his name's sake. Ah, there is nothing like he will forsake you. He said, I will not leave you. Neither will I forsake you. For my name's sake. Kapazudabayadabayas. Hear me? This is kingdom. This is kingdom. This is what the kingdom is. This is why we triumph. It is not by anointing. Let, let me shock you. You see, it is not just that I am anointed. No, no. It goes beyond that. My God. Hear me? There are people. Let me, let me shock you here. There are people we have prayed for. They have received breakthroughs and miracles and everything. We know in the heart of our hearts that we didn't even have faith when we were praying. My God. There was no faith anywhere in sight. When we're, when we're offering that prayer. But God, out of the abundance of his mercy. Yes. That is why it is dangerous for a pastor to claim he is powerful. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. My God. For the people to be hailing you that you are powerful. You are gone. You are not powerful. God is powerful. Yes. Yeah, me. There are times we have prayed. There are times we have made decrees over the lives of people. And we know that we didn't have faith, but we were just there, moved to say it. And God performed that word. My God. My God. That, that, is, that is for his name's sake. That is what he does. For his name's sake. My God. Tonight, there may be things you are going through. I want you to just lay everything aside. And say, one minute, in one minute, just say, Lord, for your name's sake, for your name's sake, grant me this request. For your name's sake, bless me in a special way. For your name's sake, my finance. For your name's sake, my children. Can you lift your voice? In one minute. For your name's sake, oh Lord. Can you go ahead and pray? In one minute. For your name's sake. For your name's sake, oh God. Can you do that? Oh Lord, for your name's sake. My God. Let it not be asked of you that where are you? Let it not be asked of me that where is my God? For your name's sake, oh Lord, show up strong, show up mighty in my life. For your name's sake. In one minute, go ahead and pray that prayer. My God, I sense a strange anointing. Yes, I sense an anointing. 
My God. I am teaching, but I sense this anointing to pray just this one prayer for your name's sake. For your name's sake. For your name's sake. Parados caparietes. For your name's sake. Oh Lord, for your name's sake. Oh Lord, do a new thing in my life. For your name's sake. Manderia baboriata. Regedescadoska bedede. For your name's sake, oh God. For your name's sake. Lift your voice. Begin to pray. For your name's sake. Can somebody pray? For your name's sake. Ah, just one minute. Just one minute. For your name's sake. For your name's sake. My God. For your name's sake. Yes, I tell you, it's happening. For your name's sake. Mighty God. Mighty God. Ah, my God, in the name of Jesus. Hear me? The next principle is the principle of giving to the king. The principle of giving to the king. Hear me? If you are a subject in a kingdom, if you are a subject, listen to this carefully. If you are a subject to the to a kingdom, the fastest way to draw the attention of the king of that kingdom is to give to the king. You hear me? I, I do not say these things so that I come and steal your money. <laughs> I am not talking about giving because I want you to by force give something. No, no. No, we have passed that realm long ago. I am just telling you so you will be blessed. Giving to a king. It is, it is a principle of the kingdom. Listen. So giving to a king activates the king's obligation to demonstrate his glory and power to the giver and to prove that he is a greater king than all other kings. Mm. So giving to a king activates the king's obligation to demonstrate his glory and his power to the giver of that gift. To the giver, he demonstrates his power and his glory to that giver, proving to him that he is greater than all kings. So giving to a king in his kingdom is the acknowledgement that all things belong to that king and the citizen is grateful. That is all that it means. It means that all things belong to the king and this particular citizen is grateful. Because giving to a king is impossible. Look at it. What do you have that the king does not have? <laughs> so giving to a king is impossible. Since all things already belong to the king. So the act of giving benefits the citizen more than it benefits the king. That's one should never come before a king empty-handed. That is the principle. 
<laughs> My God. So it benefits the citizen giving to the king more than it benefits the king. Because your giving activates the king's obligation to demonstrate his glory and power towards you. It also allows the king to see that this particular citizen is grateful because bear in mind, it is impossible to give to a king since all things in the kingdom belong to the king. My God, I already showed you from two weeks ago that all things in a kingdom, a king and his domain, so all things in that domain belong to the king. So you cannot give the king anything he does not already have, but it it goes to show that the citizen is grateful to this king for owning all things and allowing him to be part of this kingdom. My God. You must understand this principle. This is why we give to a king. So he says, you must never come before a king empty-handed. In 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible said, and she gave the king 120 talents of gold, large quantities of spices, and precious stones. Never again were so many spices brought in as to those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. There is something about giving. It activates the king. You know I mean? When Solomon himself went to offer 1,000 burnt offerings to the king of kings. That night he appeared and gave him a blank check and said, Solo, what would you have me do? <laughs> My God, you hear me? He gave to the king and the king showed up. And the king was now obligated. Bear in mind, the king already says, the, the cattle on a thousand hill is mine. So there is nothing Solomon could have offered God that God did not already have. He said in Psalm 50 that the cattle on a thousand hill is mine. So there was nothing Solomon offered as burnt offering that the king already did not have. But you see, after Solomon offered that burnt offering, the Bible said the king came to him, my God, and gave him a blank check and said, Solomon, ask whatever and I will grant it. Mighty God. So there is a principle of giving in this kingdom. So if you belong to this kingdom, the Bible said there is one which withhold more than its meets and tends to poverty. You hear me? In this kingdom, we don't withhold things. I don't know who else to hear this. Withholding everything. Hiding everything. Hiding money. Hiding time. Hiding your life from every... My God. That is not kingdom. Said there is one that withholds more than his meat and tends to poverty. Hear me? There is the giving principle of the kingdom. There is the giving principle of the kingdom. We don't belong to a republic. We don't belong to a democracy. We belong to the kingdom of God. So we must understand the kingdom concepts and principles. This is how we reign in this kingdom. There is the giving principle of the kingdom. You must be a giver in this kingdom. You cannot withhold everything. You must be a giver. 
the first thing he requires of you is that you give him your life. It's to, it's to put your life on the altar as a living sacrifice. Because your money is useless. Let me, let me say this. Your money is useless if your life is not put as a sacrifice first. If your life is not on the altar, I'm telling you, your money is useless. <laughs> because he said, if I were hungry, do you think I would tell you? Where is Psalm 50? He said, if I were hungry, would I tell you? What would I eat? Is it the blood of bulls or the flesh of goats? What do you think I will eat? So it is not about your money. So this giving I'm talking about, it has nothing to do with your money. If you sow your life as a sacrifice upon the altar of God, I'm telling you, your money will just follow. You will no longer struggle to give. If you see anybody that is struggling so much to give to God, check their life. Their life is not sown at all. Their life is not sown as a sacrifice on the altar of God. Tonight, my God, I came to show you the concepts of the, of the kingdom. The concepts of the kingdom. And by these concepts, we reign. My God, hear me. When you catch these concepts and you live by them, you, you will have a life. You will live as if the devil does not exist. <laughs> because you, you will be so embedded in kingdom that you are perpetually above. My God. You hear me? We are seated with the king in heavenly places, far above principalities and powers, above dominions and above thrones. We are far. My God. You hear me? When you understand kingdom, you live a life of perpetual glory. We are seated. You see, the Bible does not put useless information. He said, we are seated. He did not just say, we are seated in heavenly places. He said, we are seated in heavenly places. And then he continues. He says, far above principality. It means that the gap, if you are in the kingdom, the gap between you and principalities, powers, dominions, thrones, my God, you are far above them. That is kingdom. Mighty God. Tonight, I want us to pray one prayer and say, Oh Lord, help me understand kingdom. Help me to talk kingdom. Help me to walk kingdom. Enlarge my capacity to be able to host kingdom. He said, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come. Let the kingdom of God come so that your will will be done. We are about to pray one prayer. Lord, enlarge my capacity to be able to talk kingdom, walk kingdom, live kingdom. Oh, maleko, lift your voice, begin to pray one prayer. Mighty God. My God. My God. My God. Zodaba, zodaba, yadabayas. Lord, enlarge my capacity so that I can walk kingdom. My God.
Kalo shelebo wadebiatosa. My God. In the name of Jesus. Hear me. Tonight, I want to give you a charge to embrace and to accept the invitation of the King Jesus Christ to come and renew your citizenship in the kingdom of heaven by being born into the kingdom of God through the reception of the Holy Spirit of the King. Tonight, this is an invitation. Tonight, I want you to accept the provision of the redemptive work of the King himself. This is your opportunity. Not to join a religion not to become a slave of rituals or traditions that have no practical meaning. But rather, I give you a charge to migrate from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light and renew your heavenly immigration status on earth. Hear me? You were created to represent God. And his heavenly government through your dominion over the territory or the colony called earth. This is why you were created. Tonight, the king is extending an invitation to you. Maybe you don't know him. Maybe you've not accepted him. Maybe your life is not totally submitted to his government. Tonight is an invitation. If you are listening to me and you want to renew your status, your your citizenship, if you want to renew your status, renew your citizenship with the king, I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I run to you. Show me mercy. Blot out my sins completely. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Grant me the grace to serve you all the days of my life. Make me a sign that points many people to you. And make me a testimony to those that know me. Let your name be named upon my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I just want you to shout one thing. Shout, thy kingdom come, O Lord. Thy kingdom come, O Lord. God bless you. Hear me? If you pray that prayer, you are saved, you are saved, you are saved. God bless you. There is one more thing. You know that when you are saved, you have to go through the educational structure of the kingdom yes so i want you to find a church that that forms the educational structure of the kingdom i want you to read your bible daily i want you to find a church a church that teaches you to serve a church that that is filled with the holy spirit a church that can help you grow just find it 
tell them pastor sam said you should come i know they will receive you with jesus joy god bless you even as you do that you are blessed beyond every case in jesus name amen yeah man all too soon we have come to the end of yet another teaching thursday it's been an awesome teaching session teaching on the kingdom of god next week i'll be back to teach more on the kingdom of god and i believe that the lord will help us we have finished the case of the ignorant kings hear me next week we'll be doing the status of the kingdom it's going to be awesome it's going to be awesome where by the special privilege of the holy spirit we'll begin to go into the prophetic dimension of the kingdom and we are going to expand the matter of the kingdom it's going to be awesome make sure you don't miss it make sure you don't miss it god bless you all those online we love you dearly we don't take you for granted all those listening far and near from everywhere god bless you god bless you we love you dearly we love you dearly keep following keep listening and i know that the lord will honor you greatly hear me for those who have not heard any of our previous messages you can follow us on podcast on spotify on anchor it's sam aj ministries just follow you will get the messages and i know that the lord will honor and bless you hear me in closing as i stretch forth my hand i say you are blessed you are favored go blessed go empowered and walk with the lord walk in this kingdom let light shine on your path you are far above principalities you are far above powers you are far above thrones you are seated with christ in heavenly places you are blessed you are favored see you tomorrow morning at 0500 gmt from me and the team i say shalom peace bye bye
Unchangeable lover Look how you turned my life around And wiped my tears Unchangeable 